Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of BBP News, and it is November, the first weekend of November, so everyone knows what that means. It is next Saturday Good News, where everyone pretends to be happy and enjoy the good news, even though the world is completely crumbling around us, but a 20-minute show produced by Nick can fix everything. I'm telling you, Nick, I should really work in advertisement because I just described the world crumbling around us, but <laughs> saying your good news can solve all problems. Oh, jeez. You know, I do feel like that sometimes, and, you know, even putting this show together just is a great way to put a smile on the face, but I don't want to uh, hang around or delay anything. We should jump right in here. Well, before we jump in, you need yeah. to give us the basics. Um how many good news stories do you have for this month? Right. We have four stories for this month. And honestly, uh, each of them packs quite a bit of punch. And I'm going to uh, spoil it right now. I think the last one is my favorite by far. Does I had, it involve a puppy? It doesn't involve a puppy. Oh, no. No puppy <laughs> stories this time. Aw. Well, um, I'm leaving. Now. <laughs> uh, no, you're going to want to stick around for this one because it's, it's amazing to say the least. Okay, so what's the first one? All right, so the first one has to do with an officer who was reunited with his exemplary service medal 28 years after it was stolen. So 82-year-old Jeffrey had been on the service. You know, He had served with the police force for 32 years. And for all of his efforts, for everything he did, he received the exemplary service medal. And unfortunately, one day, burglars had broken into his home and stolen several valuables, including the medal. And he never thought he'd be able to track it down. He never thought he'd be able to find it again. But then 28 years ago, a man who uh, runs a YouTube channel where he takes a giant magnet and sweeps through rivers, cleaning up garbage and uh, other debris and everything, had a teenage fan with him for a video and the fan actually found the metal. It was in uh, the middle of this river, right on the riverbed and about 30 minutes into their, into their cleanup, he found it still in its box in perfect condition. Uh, it's, it had Jeffrey's name and badge number. And so they were able to track him down through that information and so he is going to be reunited with that medal again 28 years later jeffrey does suffer from alzheimer's now but his wife did say that you know with everything he has forgotten because of it he has remembered that medal and she knows he's going to be so happy to to be reunited with it and in fact the teenager that found it was set to uh give it back to him meet up with him and give it back to him this weekend I mean, that's kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. They have this, you know, like the, I've seen those videos before. Right. And it's always amazing how they find the cool stuff. And like, if I was to go do that, you know what I would find? Garbage. Garbage. <laughs> Garbage. Yeah. You and me both. I would never find anything like that. Um, but just so amazing. But it's awesome that, you know, they got back to him. Right. Um, and that uh, he remembered, even though his current medical condition might point to otherwise not being able to. And his wife is still around to cherish that moment with him. Exactly. Just such a huge part of his life. Such a major, you know, such an important 
piece of his history and of his life that's going to be returned to him after that long. You, you got to love that. So what do you got for the next good news story? All right. So for my next story here, we have a pure accident. A pure accident ended up saving the lives of four different people. So there was a Nebraska man just driving down the road and he happened to turn. He took the wrong turn. He turned down the wrong street as he was going along. And in doing so, happened to see a house that had caught fire. And, you know, instead of just, you know, saying, oh, that's, you know, tragic, but keep driving (laughs) along, you know, as, as some would, unfortunately, you know, he stopped because he noticed that no one was outside. You know, no one seemed to have left the house or anything like that. So, mind you, this was the middle of the night. So he jumped out and went around knocking on the windows. He called 911. And this effort ended up actually working as three children ended up running out uh, soon after, followed, you know, soon after that by their 22-year-old brother. So he ended up saving you know, these four people's lives just by stopping, just by turning down the wrong street, seeing it and, and taking the time to stop to make sure that they were okay, call 911. And the house was badly damaged and unfortunately it was uninsured, but several groups are Oof. trying to raise money for this family and they've raised quite a bit to this point. They've raised $21,000 from one group. That's just one group out of several that's trying to raise money for them right now. So, you know, I'm glad that he was driving down the road and wasn't like Nick that says some people would be like, well, that's unfortunate and keep on driving. Um, <laughs> but this really reminds me of the story that you told a few weeks ago with the FedEx driver. Yeah. And then I think you said once there was a UPS driver house on fire and saved everyone. I'm telling you, drivers may be the true heroes of fires. You know, it, it's just one of those moments where, yeah, I mean, you do see these cases where people see something like that and they don't stop. They don't take the time to, you know, look back and they'll just keep going. But, um, you know, this is almost like a double good news story right. because first the guy stopped and saved them. Yeah. And then there's several organizations coming together to help this family that to get their house rebuilt because it wasn't insured. So I'm telling you, that's like a two for one deal right there. Yeah. So I, I you love that. Did you have five good news? <laughs> Four and a half. How about we put it that way? Okay. That works. Yeah. But moving here into story number three, moving right along. So a family in England is bringing, you know, brought all the scares this year to raise money for their local children's hospice program. So, A father and his partner and and their two children uh, worked. They've actually worked on this for several years to build a Halloween uh, display in their yard. Um, They made everything by hand. Everything was made themselves. Nothing was like pre-made and and bought or anything like that. Um, They made everything by hand and they made giant spiders. They made webs. They made an eight foot demon. They made... Uh, rotting flesh and so on and so forth uh, more and more beyond that and all of the money that they raised because the father actually started receiving offers last year to uh, have people visit the display for you know a little bit of money and instead of pocketing that cash instead of you know just using it to recover the cost of making the items themselves 
uh, he started giving it to the local children's hospice program to help support them and to help uh, raise money for them. And he did it, like I said, last year, and he's doing it again this year, and they've added several thousands of dollars worth of decorations this year, and none of the money they raise is going towards recovering that. All of it goes towards um, you know, th- this donation and this charity. And they even set up a page online um, through a program called Just Giving. And so they're raising money from multiple different areas. And, you know, so Halloween, it can be good for scares. It can be good for candy. But it can also be just amazing for, you know, raising this money and to help these programs. Nick, I have a problem with this good news story. What's that? I do. And I'm being dead serious about this. (laughs) I have a problem with it. Because you're talking about this great Halloween display. And here we are with a podcast with no video format where we can't see this Halloween display because right. now you really got me curious where after this, I need to Google this display um, because it sounds very impressive. It almost sounds like, I don't know if you ever seen the show, but it's like that gr- great Christmas Halloween fight or what, or Halloween fight, great <laughs> Christmas holiday light fight or whatever it's called. Okay. Yeah. I've heard of it. I've never watched it, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. It sounds like one of those types of situations, but with Halloween. Right. So, you know what? I like it 10 times more already, and I like the fact that the family is donating all the money to the local children's hospice organization and not pocketing any of the money. Right. And, you know, it's just one of those things where, a ca- you know, a casual family uh, kind of effort to celebrate Halloween turned into this huge display, this huge donation project, and the fact that they're going to be continuing it uh, for years to come. Um, you know, they're going to continue to build, they continue to add decorations to make it all the better and try to get more people there so that they can donate more and more. And what's cool too is that they actually had children from the hospice program uh, that came to look at the display. So they got to experience well, cool. it as well. So what do you have for your fourth good news story? All right. Well, you know what? Before that, I have to say this. Okay. Um, I think it's even cooler now that the children that are in the hospice program, which, you know, it's incredibly sad that children are in the hospice program. Right. But even like it's even I like it even more now that they were able to arrange it where the those kids that are benefiting from the Halloween show i guess you could call it got to come and see it yeah it's one of those really heartwarming moments and you you love to see that like that was a really roundabout way of me saying it but you got what i was oh yeah no no no, absolutely and i completely agree with you on that it's wonderful you really touted this fourth good news story so it better you know hold up to the best because i don't know that third good news story is quite impressive this one this one made me a little emotional. I'm not going to lie. When I was uh, first writing it down and, and getting it all set for this. So Honda has created a little electric car. So the point of this car is to go through hospitals. It's for children who need to go get lab testing done. And it allows them to drive the car through the hospital hallways 
uh, to get to their lab tests. And it can carry any of the IV equipment or anything else that the child needs uh, on their way to that testing. And, you know, it has all the controls. So it has like a center console, you know, where it has a little cup holder. It has a little horn with several different sound options and everything. It has controls for turning, stopping, going. So they have like full control over this uh, over this car. And it even has a basket in front so they can carry, you know, items that they want to take with them as well. And it has a license plate holder where they can have their name displayed. And so it's just fully decked out for the child to enjoy their experience when they're going through this hard time, when they're suffering with whatever else they're going through. Uh, It gives them a chance to actually kind of enjoy whatever they have to go be tested for to enjoy the, the lead up instead of it being a very stressful, uh, heartbreaking time for them. And for the parents, for the parents, this has been huge because it's giving them a chance during these hard times to see their child laughing, to see their child having a good time instead of being all stressed out, scared, uh, you know, and struggling with the whole thing. Instead, they get to watch their child laugh as they drive a little electric car down the hallway. And so it's been a real moment for the parents to just you know let go of some of that pain and and to enjoy the fact that their child is you know happy throughout this time and the car itself is it's called the shogo which is derived from a japanese word meaning soaring to the future and i don't know about soaring to the future but this just makes my heart soar in so many different ways now i'm not gonna lie I did see this story when the car first came out in um, late last year. Um, but I've, I've seen that it's starting to pick up steam. And I think it might be one of the coolest ideas ever for, um, you know, like you said, the children in the hospital. Because when children are in the hospital, they're terrified in anything. Oh, yeah. The nurse, the doctors, the, you know, support staff, the you know, everyone in the hospital can do to help them feel more comfortable and try to have some kind of fun is the best thing you can do. It's one of those things. And, you know, I've seen it. I've been part of it, you know, in the hospital as a young child. Yeah, it's hard. You know, it's definitely hard. So like, as you said, to do anything, especially something like this, this is in my mind, this is absolutely huge. You know, this is a huge step to give these children this comfort and to make the lead. I feel like the lead up is the worst part of the whole thing and the anticipation and everything. So to take away so much of that stress, so much of that fear and just allow them to laugh, allow them to enjoy it. It changes the whole dynamic of it. Now, Nick, I'm going to add on to this um, story with your permission. Go for it. Absolutely. um, There's actually a hospital relatively close to us. I won't name the hospital just because it might give our location away a little (laughs) bit, but um, it, uh, th- this they have this car, and they started out with one. Yeah, and it became such a popular thing where the nurses were actually fighting over the car oh, for the kids to have because all the kids wanted it. Right, and then the nurses put them in the car, and they're like the happiest they've ever seen them. Yeah, so they actually had to purchase more of them. Wow, and they actually because it it's you know a car big enough for a child to fit in, so they're not 
small, small. Right, right. They actually had to turn into a room into the quote-unquote parking garage. <laughs> so now what they do is, from my understanding, is they take the kids. Yeah. Um, Like the nurse will either put them in the wheelchair or walk them to the quote-unquote parking garage. And they get in the car and back it and drive it out of the parking garage. That is amazing. Oh, that just makes it even better. Wow. So, <laughs> so it's really incredible. like it's kind of like blown up, you know, something so right. small that's now I think it's starting to become like a national thing of sorts. But it, it seems to be picking up, like you said, picking up steam at a crazy rate now. And it, it reminds me of that. I, I don't know if you remember it, but you did one about a um, like a video game thing yes. that was being rolled around to all the kids. Yep. It, all the, I, you know, you can say what you say about technology, but technology does have its good parts. It, it definitely has its benefits, and it has a way to make things so much better, so much easier, and so much of just so less stressful, especially in times like this. Um, but that, between the third and the fourth one, they're my favorite good news stories. And I don't usually pick favorites, but the third and fourth were just so incredible. So... That is the end of this November edition. Good news. We will be back here tomorrow morning for what to expect for the week of November 6th. It is a busy week coming up, no doubt. Um, But until tomorrow morning, enjoy your Saturday, everybody. Bye, guys.